Now the only thing a coder needs is a laptop and caffeine. And the only time he's satisfied is when the tests are green. <laughs> it's a standing meeting. Fuck. It's a stand-up. Stand-up, yep. yeah. So, it is the second morning of DrupalCon, but this is our wrap-up for day one. This is the Drupal Easy Podcast special episode, DrupalCon New Orleans, yeah. number one. All right, around the circle here, we have, in no particular order, Steve Edwards. How you doing? You may remember him from previous years. Mr. Mike Herschel from the Lullabot Podcast. Good morning. Oh, that was a little close. I'm sure. <laughs> Gonna get an earful of Herschel in the morning. That's Mr. Ted, Ted Bowman. Uh, thanks for having me. It's fun. Kelly Curry, the bright boldest of all bright bolds. Hello. And Mr. Mike Lanello. Hello, hello. Oh, and my name is Ryan Price. I don't think I said that. So, uh, yesterday, I think it's obvious we gotta start where you start is at the pre note. Who, uh, shoot your hand out so that I can point the microphone at you, Ted. Oh, I thought we were just voting that we'd been there. Did yeah, it? it was it was something. Actually, it may be the first pre-note I've seen start to finish. Wait, yeah, I saw the finish of it. Yeah, it was great. Musical numbers. I pinged, I, I sent a text message to my wife. So corny, you have to check this out because it was live streaming. With uh, an appearance by the Spice Girls. Yeah. The Spicy Girls. That, that was awesome. I only saw one of the, Holly was Sriracha. I wasn't sure if they had Zatarans in it but if you don't have zatarins and you're trying to do a spice thing in new orleans i don't know (laughs) there was like a chili pepper spice anyway you have to see the video which i'm sure will be on youtube by the time you hear this so i was uh slightly offended by the tightness of the gold and red and silver (laughs) lemay outfits yeah that was uh, not tight enough for you early in the morning that is uh (laughs) that's uh it's better than coffee well, it's like, Whoa, I, I mean, slap in, the in my defense, they told me I might go up on stage, so I decided to wear one. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I saw Paul Johnson's photos on Flickr of that, and I don't recommend anybody, anyone, look at those. <laughs> There's no such thing as brain bleach, right? <laughs> yes. So, I think it's fair to say though that the highlight was probably Larry Garfield's performance. Uh, a takeoff on, oh, we'll say a takeoff on the "I'm Too Sexy" song. Which Larry, I guess, fully embraced, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> right said, Larry. Right, anyway, um, the, the next thing that happens is always, of course, Dries' keynote. And uh, with the very passionate introduction by Josh Koenig, I think there was like a little bit of a Larry Bomber moment going on there. But, Steve, uh, Bomber. Steve Bomber? Who's Larry? <laughs> brother. No. Okay. Well, less successful brother. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a, uh, oh, we were just talking about Larry Garfield. Okay, Those it's in my head. Say more successful. Mm, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, but Dries, uh, he kind of gave like a call to action for the community to um, put some new stuff into Drupal and not wait for there to be a Drupal nine. Like, let's do something right now. Like initiatives. Who wants to put your hand out about initiatives? Okay, Mike Herschel. So media, media. Yeah, media is exciting. Like what? Uh, <laughs> Avery. Read. <laughs> how, how did how did we get to initiatives? Um, it's it's a that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think that came from the state of Drupal survey, um, and uh, 
you know, he has asking what people want, and of course, you know, I, I think he kind of knows what Drupal needs. Everybody's been clamoring for media for years and years, and that's something that is needs to be in core. I thought it was cool the way he kind you know, we kind of refined the whole initiative process because the keynote I thought was reminiscent of a few years ago when Drupal 7 was just getting ramped up, yeah. or Drupal 8 was getting ramped up, I'm sorry, Develop, development was getting ramped up, and we talked about there's these initiatives, and then at one point there wasn't, and then poof, now there's initiatives. What Dries was talking about yesterday was the fact that now we're going to have more of a process before we get to an official initiative. We're going to propose initiatives, then we're going to, you know, we're going to put together a team and a plan, and then once that team and the plan are solid, then that moves into, okay, now this is an initiative with an eye towards, you know, 8.4, 8.5, or whatever. So it's kind of a refinement on what we did for D8, uh, hoping, you know, hoping to address some of the issues that we saw um, with, you know, the community biting off just huge chunks of things and not really having a whole lot of organization behind that. So I thought that was really interesting. And, you know, it, it looks to be, you know, uh, something that, that, that should pay off sooner rather than later for us. And for me, probably one of the biggest ones that I think clients will like more than the Drupal developers is multi-version and live preview and the sort of deployment tools, right? Yeah. I see Kelly shaking your head. I was, I'm nodding my head. That's totally different. That's the opposite of shaking. You're doing uh. something with your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing something with my head. It is way too early. <laughs> You're the only one with coffee, so... It's not. It's not helping. Let me tell you. In her defense, she hasn't um, finished her coffee. Yet, I have not so, finished the coffee. So you can't see. You can't tell that from the podcast, but or from the audio. Right. But I can confirm there's Elisa's third cup. All right. Here's what I'll say. I liked the focus on content editors um, because I think that that's a place where we we have been improving and we can continue to improve. Um, and that's gonna that's going to help Drupal out a lot. The themers felt after, afterwards um, a little put out at being at the bottom of the audience uh. totem pole. Um, content editors were the ranked the most important and then site builders and then devs and then themers. And this came from the poll, so maybe more themers needed to no, fill the out the themers poll. had enough attention but. in D8, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and, uh, I, and I'm a front-ender, like... We have a lot of cool stuff in DA. I'm not complaining at all. Well, but the you component, know. The, you know, the, the, you know, Dries talked yesterday about initiative to componentize yeah. um, the front end. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, something that I've been kind of reading about and hearing rumors about in the community. And it, it sounds like a really, it seems like the, the logical next step from what we've already started in DA. Yeah. Steve, do you have any thoughts on uh, Drupal outside in? I think it looks like a great thing. I think uh, there's going to be a big difference between the uh, concept and actually getting it implemented. Yeah. But uh, it's a great idea in that if you can make it so much easier to build and create stuff on the fly without having to go in through 20 admin screens and write custom code and so on, uh, the, the devil's in the details, though. So how it's done is going to be a, a pretty large task. Yeah, I really worry about edge cases. You know, Drupal excels at edge cases. It's really easy to build up, like, really weird shit with, like, views, panels, and everything else. Like, the outside-in stuff is going to be great for, like, the 80%, but what about that other 20% that Drupal really excels at? That I mean, that's, that's really where we beat the pants off of other CMSs. Yeah, but I kind of view the, the demo, what Dries showed in the demo as far as, you know, adding entities and connecting them. I view that almost like a more involved views wizard. Right, because you can go when you go to create a new view, you have that one initial page. You say, "Show me nodes of type blah blah blah," and that gets you, you know, maybe 
these days. 50 so you think there'll still be an advanced mode, which is similar think, to what we have now? Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how we'd be able to get around that. Or that you do in a YAML file or something? No, I think you'd still need to you know, have the UI that lets you go in and configure fields on an individual level and configure the relationships, just for the reasons that Mike said. Is because there's so many you know, other Mike said, we'll say. <laughs> Cooler Mike. Best Mike. Best Mike. Best Mike. Best Mike. So, you know, there's... Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, now, uh, I gotta draw the line somewhere. So, <laughs> right, the, one of the cool things I thought about that section, um, which is probably my favorite section, is uh, which I think I already said that multiversion was my favorite section. So maybe they're all my favorite. But um, the like, the favorite? content modeling child? section was about. He said, "This needs to use our own internal API." And the fact that our, our quick edit screen is not currently using our internal API is probably a bad thing, right? Ted's, Ted is nodding his head. Yeah, it'll be nice. I mean, because if we make it so that it's easy to update it via the API, you know, we're then the win-win. It's, it's just easier in general to update that stuff via the API. Well, and, and then we know the API definitely works. Yeah. Not that it doesn't definitely work now, but we'll handle all of the... the Increases, right? We should be eating our own dog food. Right. Well, Dries made a point of talking about how, you know, kind of an, a thing that we need to do that may not be like an initiative, initiative, but for each of these initiatives, we need to make sure we create these APIs and we use these APIs. We need to API everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. API everything, yes. API everything. Oh, and he said API first. That was the thing too, right? There's going to be a new drum beat. Yeah, I, I, but I think that's just kind of, again, not a formal initiative, not separate initiative, but that's it has to be our mentality moving forward. Right, right. Cool. So um, in the three minutes we have remaining, do you guys want to say uh, one quick thing about a session that you saw yesterday or a boff you went to? Yeah, I went to, uh, I've been getting into the Angular uh, development over the past year since DrupalCon LA, and so the first two sessions in the morning were Angular sessions, one with Stephen from the Angular team, and then the other one with Preston So, and um, who's the guy from Media Current? Matt Davis. Matt, yeah, oh, Matt Davis. That, those were great. Just and it helped help me get my head around what they're talking about with um, progressively decoupled, where you have Angular components inside of a Drupal site versus a completely separated decoupled Drupal. Really neat stuff uh, that you can do. Uh, inside of Drupal with with that. Now now you just got to learn Angular 2, which is a whole rewrite from the ground up of Angular 1, if you knew Angular 1. So there's a lot to learn, but once you learn it, it looks like there's a lot of power in what you can do uh, and with that stuff. On a similar note, I went to a talk by the maintainer of the Ember project, or I guess some person who's very involved. I'm not sure if he's the maintainer. Uh, and he was sort of like making this appeal to the community that, you know, Ember has been around longer and hasn't completely re- rewritten everything, and our community is more like your community, whereas Angular is made by Google, and they could kill it tomorrow because Google kills things tomorrow every single day. Yep. Um, and he showed off some cool demos, so that if you want to go check out the video for the uh, Ember talk, I, I highly recommend it. Even if you don't think you want to mess with the front-end JavaScript framework, it's pretty light on the technology part. And one other shout-out, Ryan Weaver from Symphony gave a talk on just implementation he he's one of the most entertaining speakers i've seen he's great i think he's barefoot up there the whole time and uh, him and his wife were talking about puns but he does a really good job of explaining how symphony works you know what's a controller what's a service how does this work how do you implement it 
really if he and if you understand angular a lot of it makes sense too which is really interesting but he's, he's he just does a really good job of making a fun and um informing presentation all right herschel uh bono is telling us it's almost time so do you have a shout out for a session uh, i went to a boff on uh improving like the uh, ux workflow for core development and that was really interesting and we we're just talking about different tools and maybe like I brought up the idea of maybe having some type of UX person as a core committer that could maybe help shepherd stuff like that through to help because right now UX is really all over the place. Awesome. Ted? Um, so I went to a core conversation that Webchick and Gabor led about um, trying to sort of formalize a process for how experimental modules would get into core. So yeah, it was very interesting and I would definitely recommend it. So it's it was a proposal and I think they're going to talk more on Friday with other core committers about, you know, is this the way we want to go? Awesome. Kelly, you have one? Yeah, I went to a responsive images session by Mark Drummond um, that was just a good overview. Like, nothing revolutionary, but responsive images, I feel like, have been changing so much that it was nice to see, like, exactly where we are now um, and what we need to be doing. So I want to shout out to Mark because he's awesome. <laughs> was it, it was all mostly session. Drupal 8 focused, or was it kind yeah. of, yeah? Um, and I, the one, I didn't actually see it in person. Um, I heard it was overflowing. Actually, I heard a bunch of sessions were overflowing. Um, and I don't know if that, if all the rooms are smaller than they need to be, or there are some sessions that didn't have that many people in it. But the um, configuration system uh, session that Alex Pa and uh, Matthew Tift did, uh, I started watching it. Um, all the, as far as I know, all of yesterday's sessions are already online. So I actually started watching that one last night, and uh, I actually I, I can't wait to get through the rest of it. It's uh, two uh, really just clear speakers, you know, well organized, just know how to present really well. So I highly recommend that one. Awesome. Well, um, I think we're going to do a real quick sign off from uh, the second morning of DrupalCon. So let's start with Steve because you're standing in this circle. Oh, what am I supposed to say? Just say, uh, hey, goodbye. I'm Steve, and oh. uh, you can find me on the Internet at this place. Oh, I'm Steve. You can find me on the Internet everywhere as Wonder95. Excellent. Uh, this is Mike. I am uh, Ult- Ultimator Mike on, on everywhere. <laughs> and the Lullabot Podcast, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Ted Bowman, you can find me at Evil Ultimike. Uh, no, <laughs> actually, actually uh, uh, at Ted Bow on Twitter and Drupal.org. And the Acquia office of the CTO, Mr. Important Person. I don't think I'm on the website there. (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly. Kelly Curry, and you can find me at Brightbold most places. I can't believe Ted didn't mention he is now offering 24-7 phone support for all of his uh, (laughs) contributed modules. So that uh, his number will be in the show notes, I assume. Yes. And you can find me on Ultimate pretty much everywhere. And uh, speaking of phone numbers, uh, we put a phone number at the bottom of our... Uh, show notes you don't know it off the top of your head do you anyway you can call that <laughs> phone number and you can leave us a DrupalCon memory and I will put it into the audio for an upcoming episode so if you have some story that you want to tell that's PG-13 or less that's about <laughs> DrupalCon uh, call us and leave us a voicemail I think I know it so cut this out if, I, if it's wrong I believe it's 321-396-2340 that is it. That is the one. So uh, give us a call there. Check out DrupalEasy.com slash podcast. Find us on our Reddit subreddit, which is Drupal Easy Podcast, and your favorite podcast directory, and tell your friends, because every day we find new people at DrupalCon 
who don't really even listen to any Drupal podcasts. So any of these things is going to get you more information and get you, um, you know, up to date with what's going on, especially because everything's changing so fast. Let's give a shout out to Mike on the Lullabot podcast real quick. Last episode, the Tugboat episode. Yeah. Pretty darn cool stuff. Yeah, Check tug, that out. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, tugboat.qa, which is an on-demand pull request builder for GitHub and Bitbucket, and it's it's beautiful. But you guys you guys have an extensive uh, podcast where you talk all about it and yeah, how yeah, it was ab- made. Absolutely. Right? Uh, there's a couple episodes back on a little about podcast, and we talk all about it. And we now do visual diffs. Whoa. I know. And one thing, uh, going back to one of your previous podcasts with Ryan's Rama, or shawarma, or however we're saying it now. <laughs> shawarma. We saw him yesterday. Ryan and I saw him yesterday. He did not have floss on him. I was quite disappointed. His excuse was that he didn't have room in his skinny jeans, but he did not have floss. So, Ryan, we were very disappointed. All right. We will talk to you again tomorrow. One, Zip. two, see ya! He writes his patches with me back or beer. For the storm of PHP And the only pleasure he gets out of life Is getting to RTBC Oh, oh.